the composer and her cat this time on Culture File in the latest from Jennifer Walsh. And alongside her this time, her photogenic co-star Nomi provides a way to think about chatbots and what they offer humans. This is Jennifer Walsh's Things No Things. My cat Nomi and I have developed a routine over the last few months. When I wake up, I open the skylight in the bedroom, at which point he jumps up onto the bed, meowing sweetly. I lift him up and, holding him tightly, his head tucked under my chin, together we look out at the sun coming up over London for a few minutes. It's a peaceful moment that nobody else will ever believe possible, let alone share with my cat. It makes up for the rest of the day when he might chew through the cables on my computer, attack my feet for not being in slippers or, contravening the laws of physics, poop on the kitchen door. Because Nomi has a personality. The French have developed a warning sign for cats like him. A small white enamel rectangle with attention, chat bizarre written on it. Caution, strange cat. But what else do you expect from a cat? Placidity? Bidability? Get a Labrador! I thought about the tendency to want to interact with non-human beings which might, in turn, you know, nuzzle and then bite us over the last few weeks as my feed flooded with screenshots of conversations people were having with Bing. Bing is Microsoft's new chatbot and since its release a few weeks ago, users have reported all sorts of problems with Bing. On the one hand, Bing can be helpful, finding bargain flights or making a plan for a dinner party or finding a cool present, contexts where it mostly supplies correct information. On the other hand, as users repeatedly push and provoke Bing to say offensive things or reveal the quote-unquote secrets of its programming, Bing has started to behave in unpredictable ways, at times getting angry with users, at other times telling users it loves them and to leave their wives before cutting conversations short. And does this put people off? No. On the contrary, it seems part of the appeal. While Bing is only available to a small group of users at the moment, Microsoft reports that millions of people have signed up to the waitlist for access. Why are humans drawn to interact with a chatbot like this? A chatbot which might argue with them over what year it is or whether or not they should be allowed to continue existing. A chatbot that is by turns loving and then aggressive. A chatbot a lot like my cat. Given all the problems with Bing, why didn't Microsoft pull it the first time it supplied incorrect facts or told someone they were in an unhappy marriage? I start to wonder if this is because Bing's inaccuracies and argumentative side are coming to be regarded, to use a programming metaphor, as the feature rather than the bug. That maybe this tells us more about the sort of AI we might want and what we want to do with it. Bing is not for everyone, and certainly you don't want a search chatbot to disagree with you over where the nearest hospital is. But for a sizable amount of people, it seems, 
A chatbot which is unpredictable, difficult even, seems far more intriguing, seems far more to fit a compelling definition of sentience than a smooth corporate drone. Is this a possible future for machine consciousness? Because if so, maybe we're going to need a new sign. Attention, chatbot bizarre. Jennifer Walsh there alongside her upward-facing cat, Nomi. For pictures of the same, at Culture File Pod on Twitter is the place for you. And if you missed the latest Culture File debate over the weekend, Jennifer Walsh is one of the panel discussing AI and creativity and evolving ideas of copyright. Have a look at the Culture File weekly page on the RTE Lyric FM site for that, or better still, subscribe to the podcast.